Hi, this is Cameron. Hi, this is Dana. And today we get to hear from three of our summer 2023 interns. Let's hear some of their stories and let's start now. Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Welcome to the Education Was Hope Hopecast. I'm Cameron Graham Vivanco. And I'm Dana Carrion. I'm the co-founder of Education Was Hope and the director of the program here in Ecuador. And I'm intern for this summer. <laughs> <laughs> education Was Hope exists to provide for the education of those in desperate and difficult situations. The hope of the podcast is to just keep in touch with you guys as our listeners and supporters. We just wanted to make you informed about everything cool and how our program is transforming people's life. Because we couldn't do it without you. So thank you very much. And guess what we have today, guys? What do we have today? We have interns. Yes, yeah. Let's that's, go. That's you guys. So obviously, as uh, Donna just shared, the the whole reason for our Hopecast is to keep our supporters and constituency up to date and uh, in the know about what's happening and what ha what is happening now is training. Woo! Yes, <laughs> very fun. And we have nine <clears throat> interns this summer. Um, Jorjito and I talked about that a little bit in the last podcast, um, that this was upcoming. We have nine, and so we've broken them into th kind of three categories. Um, and the first group is y'all. So, um, Donna, thank you for filling in for Jorjito. He is off doing other training things, activities. Um, although I think right now it might be resting because he's been running. So if you would be so kind as to introduce yourself, who you are, where you're from, um, kind of where are you in life right now? Uh, my name is JD. I am 22 years old. I'm from Quito, Ecuador. Um, where I'm in life is just learning to let God do what he needs to do and get out the way. <laughs> <laughs> As my friend Judy says, preach. preach. There you go. Um, you're also a permanent substitute teacher, correct? Yeah, permanent substitute teacher for a school, Christian school. It's great. Good times. Here in Quito. Here in Quito. But you don't really have much of an accent. No, it's a very interesting story, actually. It's my first language. English, English is your first language. I know, yeah. crazy. <laughs> but you don't look like English is your first language. I know. It's very strange. My parents, my mom specifically, wanted us to have opportunities that not a lot of people get, especially mm. like her. So she, um, so she spoke to you in English. Because your mom's bilingual, yes. but she's Ecuadorian. But she's Ecuadorian. She's born in the coast in Esmeraldas. And Ooh, she, that's a heavy accent. I know. Yeah. Crazy, <laughs> crazy. It is. Um, but she went to California, and she didn't speak any English over there. So she went through a lot of really tough and hard situations where she was forced to learn. And she didn't want her kids to go through the same thing. Mm. So she made a promise to herself that her kids would speak English as their first language. Even though they were born and raised in Ecuador and are Ecuadorians. That's Good right. job, you. There you go. Great, great stares all the time. <laughs> <laughs> <They're> like, what? <laughs> uh, well... JD, Juan, Daniel, we're um, thrilled to have you. Thank you for joining us. Next. Hi, guys. My name's Tripp. I'm 23, and I'm from Tallahassee, Florida, in the United States. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Shout out, Florida. <laughs> and uh, like JD, I'm just trying to get out of my own way and follow God where he's taking me. 
And you're a student. I am a student at the University of Central Florida. Go Knights. Go Knights. Let's charge on. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) And what are you uh, studying? I'm studying mechanical engineering. So dumb as bricks. Yeah. Wait, no, wait, no, no, no. None of y'all are dumb as bricks, no but whew, engineering. That kind yep. of scares my, me. Uh, my nephew is a nuclear engineer, and Whoa. like he'll show us like <laughs> he'll just show us his um, notebook, and I'm like, I have, I have no idea what any of that no says. <laughs> it's all magic. That's crazy. It, does, it definitely seems wizardry. like magic. Um, and you. Uh, Co-host. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, as I said, my name is Dana Korean, and I'm 20 years old. And well, um, right now, actually, like I'm just like helping and serving. Um, I'm looking forward to start already college or university, but pretty much just like let. God guide my life, and it's scaring sometimes because <laughs> um, I don't know what's for the future or where he wants me, but just got to trust him, you know? And, yeah, pretty much that and just making him use me as a tool for his kingdom. So uh, our listeners can already tell why we have hired y'all <laughs> because you have, uh, you have the wisdom and your tender ages to realize that um, a lot of times we're just in our own way and how to... Um, how to seek hard and fast after what God would have for us. And that's going to be our best path. It doesn't mean that it's without rocks or obstacles or pitfalls (laughs) or (laughs) mud holes. (laughs) But there are also some incredible views and some wonderful company along the way. So, well, welcome. We are thrilled to have you on the show. Thank you so much for this. And um, really, the first question for going around the table is why equals H? What what did you want out of it? Why did you apply? And what are you hoping for out of this summer? Donna. Sure. Great. Donna, that rhymes with banana. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Actually, my nickname is banana, but with double N. Like, no normal banana, you know? Like a double-end banana. Yeah, exactly. Nice. It's better, you know? Yeah, Might be bigger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, um, I will say it was just a godly connection. <laughs> um, I used to work for an organization. I got to meet some staff from Youth World that is a partner for E Equals Sage. And I got to know the opportunity to be an intern. And Jorjito actually uh, interviewed me. And he was like, hey, actually, we're going to, like, see through your profile. I was like, sure. <laughs> um, and finally, I got the opportunity to be in this internship. I I don't know. Like, I, it was just, I don't know. It just happened too fast. And it was, like, really cool. And they were like, we loved you. We need you. <laughs> and Here. I feel like, yeah, definitely it was God working and God being guiding it, everything. So, yeah. That's pretty much, and I've been learning a lot, <laughs> and I'm excited for the summer. Thank you, thank you. Gentlemen? Well, this has been going on for, like, three years almost now. Wow. Back in 2020, uh, Jorjito uh, reached out to me and was like, hey, you know, I know you love translating, but... What, what if there was the opportunity to to play more of a part? Mm-hmm. And I really piqued my interest, but back in that time, my, my priorities were somewhere else. And mm-hmm. Also COVID, so I wasn't able to get back into the country. Small detail. 
Small, a little small detail, you know. Uh, JD also, actually <laughs> got trapped in the United States and couldn't get home. I really could yeah. not. And but this was before that happened. And I just again, priority's not in the right place. So I couldn't apply fully and then COVID. So but once I got back two years later, um, I remember hearing my one of my best friends, his name is Will. People know him as Willie. He had given such a, an amazing testimony of what God is doing in Equals H. And I was like, you're right. I, I heard about that. And I would really love to play a part in it. Um, because for most of my life, I've been translating for missionaries. Mm-hmm. And I've always felt I love helping. I love serving with the gift God has given me. But to, to be able to play more of a part and to really, you know, feel like I'm part of a team because that's not always the case when you're translating. They treat you more like the help. Hmm. And you don't really get to connect a lot with the Ecuadorians or with the missionaries hmm. or the people going out and um, doing God's work. So to hear about the opportunity to, to, to do this and play a part and just you know come together in partnership with God and with Equals Age, it's just, I'm really excited. Really excited. Mm-hmm. And we're excited to have you at JD and I have um, hosted some teams together this spring because we had seven of them and our listeners will know about those teams and JD was a part of that. And so many times like JD would like translate and then he'd like, like get sucked into the background. Like he's just gone and you're like, wait, where did he go? And then he like, and then all of a sudden he like reappears and translates and then he like completely disappears like into a black hole. I'm like, Um, and so, yeah, that was uh, what that role was. But this role is is very different because you get to you get to translate not just words, mm-hmm. um, but stories and lives and connections and communities. And our interns are an incredible bridge between the two parts of God's kingdom. And so we're we're thrilled to to see you do that. Thanks, Mr. Tripp. Yeah, so Is Tripp like actually like third for something? Yeah, I'm the third Benjamin. I'm named after my dad and my granddad. Benjamin, okay. Benjamin the third. Nice. Triple. Okay, sorry. I should have asked that, not on the podcast, but back to you. So um, I came down here in 2018 with my church in Tallahassee, St. John's, with John and Caroline. Because Caroline was the youth pastor at the time. She was. Go Caroline. Youth minister in the Episcopal Church. I came down with her and my sisters, and it was very transformative in my life because I was not really in touch with God. I was kind of going through the motions and the act of being here for eight or nine days, however long it was, really opened my eyes to all the work that God is doing through me and that he can do through me mm-hmm. and that he's doing just all around the world. And that's bigger than just Florida, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the pattern kind of happened again where it's been five years and I had kind of hadn't lost touch with God, but... I wasn't, I'm in college, I'm not really going to church like I should, not really seeing God in things or looking for him. And then I heard from my mom that they were looking for interns in Ecuador, and they really spoke to me, and I was really excited to apply for the internship, and then I got it, and then I started praying about it and seeing if I should really do it. So I did, and I'm very excited to dive into it and see where God takes me this summer, see if I can help transform lives of not just people in Ecuador, but the, the teams that come down mm-hmm. who were probably like I was in high school mm-hmm. and just kind of fumbling around and then their eyes get opened a little bit to 
how God's working. Hmm. So exciting. It's so exciting. That's that's exactly why we we do internships and that's exactly <laughs> why we do teams and it's all based on that relationship. And as um, y'all know around this table this week, as we've um, started training and looking at uh, all the relationships that were broken in the fall hmm. and restoring those relationships and restoring relationship with God um, is definitely part of the work we're called to do. How how very, very cool. Uh, you're not definitely not the first person that um, <laughs> I've heard a, a story like that from. And I um, really hope and pray it won't be the last person. <laughs> and it's just incredible to see the fruit, you know. Um, it's really fun to, like, reach across the table and I just poke to Tripp's leg, like, because that's what I can reach. Um, and, like, to, to feel, like, touch the tangible fruit. Because so often um, on teams, like, you're pouring yourself out, you're pouring yourself out, and you don't know if what you're doing is going to have any sort of impact Uh, And then when it gets to come full circle and like, hey, no, I want to be here and I want to pour into other people's lives because my life was touched and impacted. And Mm -hmm. that just feels like we should like be like shooting off confetti cannons. (laughs) Yeah, very much full circle for me. (laughs) All that good stuff. Um, We have done all of our orientations on this podcast that we've done with y'all. So we've talked about partnership extensively. We've talked about poverty and the kind of the holistic picture of poverty and what is poverty alleviation and relief versus development. And we've also um, talked about the micro privilege um, that we did this morning. Mm-hmm. And so my next question for you guys is out of those three, what is something that, um, that has become meaningful or that you hadn't thought of before or saw in a different light or now have handles for what you've already lived? Um, does that make sense? My question? Okay, I'm getting lots of head yes. nods. Okay, yes. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. This is not video. This is just audio. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> we can start with the boys now. <laughs> okay. So yesterday we talked about the different forms of poverty. It's not just material. And the thing that stuck out to me the most was the poverty of self and how if you really don't view yourself in a positive light, mm. you're not really going to... like it's hard for things to change and get better. So as missionaries, it's important to just treat people as people, mm-hmm. equals, mm. build people up, not talk down or belittle. That benevolent oppression, mm-hmm. that unless we understand that we are all equal in the body of Christ, it's really easy to inadvertently um, come in with a, an air of superiority when that's not your heart. That's just your nervousness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hadn't thought about it at all until we talked mm-hmm. about it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I think for me, it also has to do a lot with poverty itself. Um, for me personally, I've realized that you could, you think you'd have it right, <laughs> you know, if you've been around missions and, and church and people that are of faith. Um, you think, oh, well, I get it. I understand it. it, it it's not until you sit down and really think about it mm-hmm. and have these conversations and have these orientations where you really think, wow, I was so wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for me personally in my life, there wasn't a lot of building myself up. And, and, and what I mean by that is, like, I always thought down on myself. Mm-hmm. Always, you know, think I'm not good enough. I've always thought, yeah, no, you, you're, you're the worst. You're terrible. You made this mistake. You don't deserve love and, and grace. And 
being able to hear this and recognize like, oh, wait, I relate to that has been really helpful to me to see like, oh my gosh, like if I feel this way, I can't imagine how many other people feel this way. Mm. And to be able to listen to that and, and be able to somewhat heal and learn to like, okay, this is a pattern and I can try and, and work with this and, you know, talk to my leaders and, and to God about it. But then to be good witnesses and to, you know, be an example then for other people that are feeling the same way that don't know, they'll be like, oh, wait, wait, hold up. I'm going through the same thing. Mm. What does that look like? I mean, you know exactly how I feel. And it seems like there's hope because mm. I feel like the biggest thing for me is that it's hopeless. Mm. That I got no help. No one feels like I do. And it's just going to be that. But then to see someone like, hey, like you know what this looks like. You know what it means. You know how I feel. And be able to, to you know, work together how iron sharpens iron and work together to, to get out of that and, you know, build community around that, build a family around that. It's just, mm-hmm. it's been awesome to, to, to hear this and go through this orientation. I'm listening to a podcast, not our podcast, another podcast <laughs> <laughs> called Being Known by Dr. Kurt Thompson. Um, and the whole, like the whole premise, and there may, maybe in season seven, he is a um, neurobiologist, um, psychiatrist, Dr. Kurt Thompson, and just how our, we're wired to want to be known. And when we feel like we're not known or we're not understood, then we like kind of collapse in on ourselves. And that when we can resonate with somebody, hear somebody else's story, um, or they hear our story in a way that we feel like they're connecting, that the neurons actually change in our brain, the paths um towards relationship, the path, neuron paths in our brain become stronger and healing occurs just, um, just out of that. So very cool to hear you say the same thing he's saying, but he's got multiple degrees (laughs) and and you got your life experience. Four days orientation, here we are. (laughs) Um, One thing, um, my, my uncle, he's a pastor in Nashville, we used to say was, um, the motto of the church was being seen, heard, known, and loved. Mm -hmm. And, I see that so much here, to be mm. seen, to be heard, because that's what everybody in this world wants, is just to be seen, heard, known, and loved, and, and to have a mission that's focused on those things. It's truly beautiful. And life-changing. It yeah. really does. Yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. Well, I get a lot of thoughts, and <laughs> I think Margarita already knows, or Cameron already knows. That's <laughs> <laughs> me, both of those are me. They're both Spanish me. Spanish and English. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um... I think everyone already knows that uh, I need to organize my ideas, and I do it sometimes <laughs> weird in weird ways. Okay, so <laughs> um, what I will say it's that as the guys were pointing to um, how I feel like in these days, like just relationships are broken, like not just in between us or like in between people, but also with God. So it was really interesting to just see how we need to restore this relationship first with ourselves and with God to, in order, as JD was saying, in order to love others and like to love the creation and things like that. So I feel like um, in this time, it's kind of difficult to do that and mostly to see people that are not doing that or like just don't know how to do it and how to deal with it. Um, I think it was really interesting to just see um, little steps that is just not poverty about material things, but also about relationships mm-hmm. and um, 
these type of things, you know, like, and mostly mo- the most important, like, just to be, again, with a relationship with your, with yourself and God. Um, I just really wanted to point out that. And then also the fact to have responsibility. I feel like, to be honest, sometimes I feel like I don't want to take responsibility because, like, those things, like, might just take more time or mm. more... Um, just more effort or strength or things like that to just take responsibility about it but it's something necessarily to just keep going and to just keep helping others so uh, today we had we had a really good devo at our home on of interns yeah, the <laughs> intern house we had a, mm-hmm. all the interns uh, take turns giving devotionals in this morning and gosh there was a good one this morning yeah <laughs> like about eating frogs I think <laughs> Context. <laughs> Legit, she did say eating frogs. That is what came out of Donna's mouth. Yeah, exactly. But it was like just a reference, you know. <laughs> uh, but basically, it was just to like do whatever you don't want to, and like just do it bite, 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 <laughs> and like eat it, you know. So that's why eating frogs, because I guess eating frog is not the best thing ever, or it doesn't. It's Probably not, not that real tasty. tasty. No, no, no. I haven't tried it. We should, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, how we can struggle it with it, but I feel like life definitely it's like that, and taking responsibility will make some things harder. Um, just to different things you know like you just gotta go bite by bite and sometimes we just want to go to the goal but it's not possible if you don't go bite by bite by bite, bite, bite yeah one. so yeah mm-hmm. weird mm-hmm. reference but it was really cool and and worked awesome. <laughs> um and i will say also i love i really loved how um e equals age is just so deep into development and relationship with the community um, not a lot of people do it, and like, as if you guys ever come on a short-term mission, uh, you can definitely see like how the connections and how all this time that they have been here in, well, not now it's not just Ecuador, but mm-hmm. uh, since Ecuador is where it started, um, you can definitely see how they have been trying and like they have been worked so much. It put so much effort on it and so much love. Um, and as we were saying, like it doesn't necessarily has to be like, oh yeah, everything is perfect and we love everybody and there's rainbows everywhere, you know. <laughs> uh, sometimes actually love hurts and and I feel like not all the times will be like, oh, yeah, I'm helping this person because I love them. But also because you get to know the reality. And it also comes to the micro privilege that we have. And, like, mm-hmm. just be part of being thankful of whatever we have. Like, I've known so much people that they are in need, but they are still thankful that you are in their home. So they will make a un juguito. That means, like, a little juice. Or they will make uh, maybe a koi that it's a guinea pig, you know? But they will give whatever they have to just be grateful and be thankful for just being at their home. And sometimes we are not even thankful for God for just being alive this day, you know? So just a good reminder to be more intentional on these relationships. And as we are, as interns, we're going to work with these people and also with team members. I'm looking for looking forward to just 
share time with these people, be more intentional with relationships, and just, I don't know. As I said, making God use me as a tool, but as I also mm -hmm. restore my relationships, make others also feel like they are restoring their relationships. Mm -hmm. I got too deep on it, so I'm just going <laughs> to pass to Cameron again. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Donna. Um, this morning, the, talking about the poverty of condition, the poverty of self, and the poverty of responsibility, um, that is... Um, what I heard you saying about what that was the first part of what you were saying, and just to give a tiny bit of context um, to go back and you can hit rewind and hear <laughs> that part and know exactly Sorry. what Donna was talking about. Um, thank you, all three. Thank you very, very much for coming to Ecuador or uh, being in Ecuador <laughs> and being bilingual in Ecuador and God. being bilingual so, people of faith in Ecuador mm -hmm. um, that are willing to work alongside us in this ministry. It's a huge gift and a blessing. Um, if any of our listeners would like to uh, be an intern or you know somebody who would make a good intern even for next summer, Future yeah. Forward, you can write Caroline at educationwashope.org. Hello, Caroline. Shout out to Caroline. Mm, we, we love her as she and Jorjito are our intern coordinators and trainers. And if you would like to join the Educational Hope family and support a child in a desperate and difficult situation with their education, go to educationalshope.org and find that Donate Now button. So thanks for being with us, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our Hopecast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage www.educationequalshope.org or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.